When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Friday, October the 23rd. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And uh, lots to discuss today. I'm uh, I'm excited about the UFC fight coming up this weekend. We got a bunch of NFL stuff going on. We're going to talk a little bit about Tua. We're going to talk about Yannick Ngakwe. We're going to talk about uh, the college football postseason. I'm sure you saw about that, Chris, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm pumped about it. I'm pumped. Good gracious. Hopefully everybody is having a wonderful Friday. We appreciate you all jumping in. With us to get ready for uh, a wild and wacky weekend, we welcome back the Big Ten this weekend. We welcome back the Mountain West Conference. College football is going to be stacked all night tonight and all day tomorrow, and we cannot wait for it. It's going to be fantastic. Good gracious. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, and social media platforms are over there. You can find out where to follow us on Twitter. If you're not seeing it on the screen, uh, you can do all those wonderful things over there. Every live show is on Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed wherever you need to be subscribed. And just so everybody knows what's going on, I told Chris about this earlier. Our podcast, so we, we do two podcast-exclusive shows every week. Our podcasts this month, even with not having very many podcasts the week that I was gone, we are like a 1,000 downloads away from our biggest month ever. And I am Woo-hoo! excited about it. <laughs> so we are we are jacked about that. We are on pace to, uh, to blow it out of the water. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, that you leave a nice five-star review over there, a nice written review, and, uh, and we will read them on the show. So long as, you know, you guys are somewhat entertaining or nice. Uh, if you're going to be mean, we'll probably read that too because <laughs> we'll find that funny as well. So either way. Go over and make sure you're subscribed everywhere you need to be subscribed. Make sure that you subscribe to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. Our college football show is live every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time and every Saturday at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. McKinnon jumps in. He said, Happy Friday, gents. Congratulations to McKinnon on a beautiful baby boy. That's what I'm talking about. First time father. Welcome to the club. Good sir. We are glad everything went well the pictures were uh, were beautiful. I'll say that. 
It's a wonderful thing, right, Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yes. Kids are awesome most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Listen, they're really great when you have somebody else to take care of them. Yes, this is 100%. When true. I have to do it by myself, they are not great, and I'm not great, and they know that. <laughs> and they all know that. <laughs> and they, they absolutely know that. Oh, God almighty. All right, um, so with that said, uh, the Sportsbook Review YouTube page, uh, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. You can find both of our articles over there every single week with our picks and, and what we like about the games, et cetera, et cetera. So go and check it out. Chris, I wanted to start off today's show by discussing the UFC. And UFC 254 looks to be the the absolute biggest pay-per-view event that they have had since uh, the pandemic started. Now, the issue here is that it, it begins at what? 1 p.m. Central Time? Is that right? Uh... It's I in, didn't it, know. I don't know what time it starts. Yeah, it's like 1 p.m. Central. Hold on. I've got, uh, I got it pulled up here. That it, uh, it, yeah, it's 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, that, uh, that the main event card begins on ESPN Plus. You know, Why are they doing that? Because Habib Nurmagomedov is the biggest global star that the UFC has. And it fits more in line with what time it will actually be over in Abu Dhabi and all of those different things, right? In Russia, um, in the United Arab Emirates, all that. So... I it it's so going to be weird one for the, the US. biggest cards is going to go down as one of the lowest rated things for most of the fights. Well, for the United States, it will sell more globally than any fight that they may have done besides McGregor and Habib. It's it's pretty okay. crazy. Um and so it, this is a global organization. We get that, but this fight is not geared at all towards an American audience. Now I'm excited about it because I think that there is a legit chance that Habib could lose this fight, but... I'm annoyed that I'm not going to watch this because I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it it won't start until... I'm not going to pay for it. I would have paid for it had I literally, you know, be flipping back and forth between it and Cincinnati, you know? Yep. But but I'm not not doing the all-day college football and flipping back and forth to this. I no, I don't care enough. But uh, you you're not going to pay 75 bucks to to just flip over to it. No. Right? That's that's it. That's it. So, but and I, I've gotten most of these lately. They have gotten my money and now they're not. Well, I will I will say this. They are I can understand it from a business sense, from a global aspect, right? If you are a global company, you make the best decision for uh the most amount of people and that is what they are doing with this. Right, they did it for the last Habib fight against Dustin Poirier. Um, they are doing it this go round for the same exact yeah, but reason. With, this is not that hard. College basketball is over by December. Well, like, college, just college football is college football. I'm sorry. Yeah, just schedule this shit for 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 January. Well, this is not really hard. They are going to have um, they are going to have McGregor and Dustin Poirier fighting in January. If you want to have special time slots that compete with, you know, that, that want to be all day Saturday, man, I am, I am for that. I would love for January or February or March to have something to watch all day Saturday and not have to wait until midnight. Okay. Yeah. But, hey, look, we are, we are the fringe fans, right? That's, that's what we are. Um, because we don't, we're not knee deep in MMA all the time. 
when there are big fights, we discuss no, them on but here. I'm but a, we, I'm a, we watch I'm a Perrin fan, though. I'm yes. not a French fan as a fact that... No, French fans get this shit for free, Gary. That's okay? true. Okay. They Makes bootleg sense. it. I am, a, I am a paying fan. When I find content that I want, I pay for it. And I that am a true. paying fan. Uh, we've already got, uh, let's see, a couple people jumping in. Uh, Rafiq, Rafiq jumping in on Facebook. Habib Inshallah. And uh, Al Hanafi said Habib is winning. Um, I, so I, I never thought, let's, let's dive into the actual card, right? Uh, we got some fantastic fights starting with, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just move from the, we'll, we'll do the top three fights. Alexander Volkov and Walt Harris. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Volkov is a a fairly sizable favorite. He's like minus 180. I kind of like Walt Harris in this spot. Harris kind of got embarrassed in his last fight. Uh, I, I like Harris to come out of this one. Um, Jared uh, Cannonier against Robert Whitaker. This one's like a pick'em. Like it's I, I, it's been a long time since I have seen a pick'em in a UFC fight, and I don't know why it would be a pick'em. I think Whitaker should absolutely be the favorite here. Cannonier, man, he hits hard, and he has like it, it, he's a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. Cruz Madrid jumps in and says, "What's up, Gary and Chris? Oh, by the way, Habib time. Hey, this is that's what everybody's here to see, right? They all want to see Habib." and what he looks like after uh, a year. You know, it's been forever. He couldn't fight in April against Tony Ferguson. Ferguson loses to Gaethje, and that's how we got here. Uh, so the main card, the, the main fight, Habib Nurmagomedov and Justin Gaethje. Uh, Habib is a minus 340 favorite. Gaethje is plus 270. Those odds are kind of crazy. Like, I'm going to have money on, on Gaethje because I think that he's got a chance to win the fight, and at plus 270, that's just ridiculous. Like, there's no reason that, that Habib should be that big of a favorite. Um, tell me, before I get into my deal, tell me what you think about this fight. I mean, I think it's going to be a really good fight. I want to watch it. I got to figure out now what time it's going to come on. Is it worth getting? Um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, I think fight-wise, I think Gaethje can fight with him. Yes. Like So, so Gaethje doesn't... Here's the one thing that scares me, right? I, I feel like Gaethje has a good wrestling background, but it, it was amateur wrestling, right? He was a national champion in college and wrestling and all that. And I feel like if he gets taken to the ground, which is what Habib likes to do, then, yeah, then well, he might be able to hang to the in. Ground, it's Habib's fight. Well, but here's the thing. It, so I thought maybe if Gaethje can, can figure out a way to maneuver out of those things enough time, um, Habib, if you look at his takedown rate, like it's, it's below 50%. Like he, yeah, he doesn't no, yeah. nail it. But he does it so much. Like, it's he's he's still got the most takedowns in one fight in UFC history. He had 21 takedowns. Like, that's insane. So, you know, he's going to continue coming at him, and that kind of stuff just wears on you. And Gaethje, in, in interviews, uh, not leading up to this fight, but in the past, you haven't seen him wrestling much in the UFC, and that is because, one, he's got incredible uh, striking ability. Yeah. Like, his power is just relentless. Like, I, I've never seen anybody like it other than McGregor at first. Uh, McGregor, even more so now, doesn't have the the power that Gaethje has in his punches. It, Gaethje's got 19 finishes out of 24 fights. He's 22-2, and two, 19 of them by knockout. I mean, it's just ridiculous power. And that is something, like, he is somebody that will push the fight forward. Like, push the fight to Habib, and yes. Habib does not like that. Um, yeah. but, but when you do that, you also put yourself in position to be taken down. Right, that's so. right. You leave yourself exposed when you strike, but 
he's he's the kind of guy that if he connects once or twice, it's over. Exactly, and that's that's why I I feel like there is a shot for Gaethje here. Um, so when did you watch weigh ins at all? No. So uh, Habib had to had to completely drop down. Uh, okay, I saw I saw that video, and then it, I don't think he made weight, man. Like I <laughs> I don't think he actually made weight. Now they announced that he he made one fifty five, um, and then he was so relieved afterwards. That was absolutely insane to see. Like, and he's he's had some tough weight cuts before, right? He's had to pull out of fights because of tough weight cuts. Uh, Cruz jumped in. Uh, the Bobby Knuckles versus the Killer Gorilla will be an amazing fight. Uh, possibly who can fight Izzy. Yeah, that's 100% what that is, and I, I can't wait. I can't wait. So we'll we'll see about that, but I I am way more into this Habib Gaethje fight because I've been waiting for damn ever to watch Habib fight again. Um, I I wonder how much the weight cut has, has taken off of Habib. Like, he hasn't had to do it in a long time. He has not had to do it since his father passed. Like, you, you've got the motivation side towards Habib, right? Now, both of these guys are going to be, you know, you're fighting for a title, right? And Habib is more fighting for legacy as opposed to anything else, but Habib is also fighting for his father that passed away a, a few months ago. It, is the loss of his father a, a maybe a deterrent? Like, maybe is, is, it, is it enough of a distraction to keep him from being fully prepared this go-round? You think that's even a, a possibility? No, that, that, was, that was just too long ago. No, if it happened last week, then we're having a different conversation. Those those emotions when you lose somebody like that run high and run deep, but they can't run forever. At some point in time, once he gets into a training camp, does he still think about his dad? Yeah. Is it part of his life every day? Yeah. But but no, you're not running off of any kind of extra adrenaline, and it's also not holding you back either. Yeah, I, I think you that, might be right. That is about something that. story writers want to write about, but that's not what these fighters are thinking about or worried about. You, you might. I don't know, man. Habib is a different kind of creature. He's just no. He's no. He's not. He's still human, though. You can't oh, no, carry that weight every day. Agreed. Agreed. Like you still have to go back to work, and it was three months ago. Yeah. No. It's it, yes. I see where you're coming from. As far as Habib just being different, like as far as other fighters go, like he is completely different. He ain't worried about fame. He ain't worried about any of this other stuff. And that's that's more so what I was talking about. Is that I wonder, I wonder how much this actually affects him when it comes to this. Right? There's just been a lot of talk about it. It's come up more. Well, yes, lately. because that's because people are really bad at writing stories. That's and true. So they go to the easiest storyline there is. Oh, you lost your dad. Okay. All right. Who, um, I mean, I lost my dad technically, but I was seven. And so now I'm 37 and I'm fucking over it. So let's move on. I, okay. Agreed. Agreed. But it's real easy to write that story because it's 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 for lazy writers, Gary. That's what it's for. Uh, Cruz, him, him as a fighter, he's fine. Uh, okay. Okay. Cruz said, uh, did you guys see Michael Chandler made weight? They're pushing this guy to the moon. I think he's a beast, but he's got to prove it to me. Uh, just tell Ben Askren. Yeah, I they are pushing him. I, I wonder if they're pushing a little too much right now. Um, you know, I, we'll we'll see about Chandler. I don't know. I, I, he's still got a whole lot of fights left to go. Whole lot of fights left to go. So we'll we will see. Um, you know, I'm <laughs> I don't know much about Chandler. I've only seen him fight a couple of times. Like I, I'm going to wait until he's proven it, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Terry jumped in. Ain't nothing wrong with daddy issues. That, that's you know. That's how I found most of my girlfriends back in the day. <laughs> All right, so back to this fight. 
what what is your prediction here? What like I, I under so I, I don't, you're I, a Dunderdog I, 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 guy, right? I don't have a prediction. I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna be betting Gaethje because I love huge dogs that are strikers. That's yes, I agree. That's the combination of what I like to bet on the most because I don't have to have the better fighter. I just have to have the better fighter make a mistake, and then my guy catches him, and now I got a huge payday. It's it's so weird. It, it's a ma- it's a math problem. Yes, exactly, exactly. I, all you're counting on is one mistake, and and Habib, for the most part, has been fairly perfect uh, in almost every fight. Uh, you just wonder with the way that everything has been here lately, can, uh, yeah, can he be know. caught? I, he fought, I look, I, he's fought Connor twice. Connor beat him both times. One of those times Connor lost, but Connor was beating his brains in and then started hot dogging. And Khabib, who could not see because his face was so bloody, just just wildly swinging, and Connor stuck his chin out to showboat, and he caught him. And then once he caught him, it was over. Well, Habib, so, so, so Habib wasn't bloody in that fight. I think you might be yes, thinking about Yes, he was. I uh, watched every bit of it. Habib yeah. could not see. No, I think you're, I think you're thinking of, uh, of Nate Diaz. Mm. Like, it, it, yeah, it, it's, it's 100% Nate Diaz because he, okay. he, didn't, he didn't bloody Habib. Habib okay. kind of handled him for all four rounds. Um, but Nate Diaz, yes, 100%. Is that the Nate Diaz fight that I'm yes. remembering? Yes, okay. all, all the blood hanging over his face, that's Nate Diaz. Connor, Connor sticking his face out there, yes. showboating, and Diaz just caught his ass. Okay, I thought that was a beep. Yep. Sorry. No, that's that's a hundred percent. Nate, Diaz. that was a long time ago. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, but but the Habib stuff is, you know, Habib is the one that actually caught Connor. Connor is yes. the the striker, and well, Connor's a striker, yeah. And and Habib, you know, caught him with a with a massive right hook. So, you know, that's the thing that scares me is I, I know that Habib can actually. It can actually strike a little bit. I don't think he's nearly as good as Justin Gaethje. I think Gaethje is a better striker right now than than Connor was even at the time of that Habib fight. Um, I don't know. Cruz jumped in. Uh, hopefully Habib wins because at least something that I like will win. My Giants are so bad right now. <laughs> the Giants are terrible. They are. They are so awful. Um, so I I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm not a huge Habib fan. Like I'm just I'm not. I think his fighting style is a little boring, and I understand. Like if you're an MMA purist, I get it. I totally understand. But I I, I like the guys that stand up and yeah, you know we like strikers. I like strikers. That's that's what I, I, do. I, I like. I like betting on strikers because it's fun. I'm a boxing fan. I'm a boxing fan that came over to UFC. That's yeah. that's what it is. So I, I like guys that actually punch that actually will stand up and and make it an interesting fight. Like I, I like the spin kicks. I like all that kind of stuff. I don't want guys that are just laying on each other. And that's what I've complained about on this show for years at this point, right? Um, I have to imagine that Habib is probably going to win this fight, but man, it terrifies me with the weight cut and all yep. the other stuff going on. Like, I, my money will be on Gaethje because there's no way I'm betting a minus three forty favorite. Like, that's no, absurd. Though, though, the, I, I'm not a, I'm not afraid of losing the bet. But I mean, Habib is the better fighter. All that other stuff doesn't worry me at all. Like, the only thing that worries me at all is the guy hasn't been in the ring f- for over a year. Yeah. And that's 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 the only thing that matters is because you 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 got to fight you got to keep doing this thing, um, you know, or else you get rusty and these other guys start passing you. But but the personal stuff and 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 cutting weight, man, these guys know how to cut weight. He knows how to do this. This ain't his first rodeo cutting a shitload of weight. Okay, he yeah. just knows how to do that. Yeah, no, you're uh, you're right about that. Um, Diving into so do you, do you think there's a finish in the fight? Like, do you think uh, like yes? Are we? I think so we're not getting a knockout or a tap out. 
All right, so uh, looking at the odds on whether or not there will be a finish or what round or blah, 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 blah. Um, diving into where in the world is it? I lost it. That's, <laughs> I had it pulled up, and, and for whatever reason, I clicked off of it, and now I can't get it back. Um, so, so there's a lot of betting angles that you can take on this. Are you going to bet anything other than just Gaethje for the win? Nope. No? Nope. Here we go. We got uh, we got some props here. Um, we got Alvarez props. We got all kind of stuff. See, this is what happens. You can't find anything easy anymore. It's just it's such a disaster. Um, man alive. There's just so many. I can't even get to a single a single Gatesy prop. So I, what I was curious about is if if Gatesy were to finish him, what would the odds be? Here we go. Gatesy wins in round one. That's plus twelve hundred. Gatesy in round two plus sixteen hundred. Round three is twenty. So the longer the fight goes, obviously there's more of a shot. Uh, Gatesy by TKO, KO, or disqualification uh, is plus thirty five hundred. So, or sorry, plus three fifty. Good gracious, Gatesy by submission is plus twenty two hundred. Um, Nurmagomedov Madoff by decision or technical decision is plus two fifty. Nurmagomedov Madoff by submission is plus one eighty five. So, it, you you got plus odds on how you think the fight is going to end. Uh, would there be any of those that you would be interested in? Nope, nope. So, Gatesy at plus what two seventy? Is that what we said? Yeah. Um, so plus two seventy just to win. I'll take that as opposed to Gatesy by KO, TKO, or DQ. Like I, yeah. I like the plus two seventy. So that's the way that we will roll on that. Let's go ahead and dive off of that. Let's talk NFL, man. Let's let's get to our bread and butter, what we know the best. NFL injuries this weekend. There are a ton of them. Have you noticed how many there are this weekend? Yeah, a lot. I mean, it's <clears throat> bananas. So we've got the Raiders thing. There, there are no new. COVID issues with the Raiders. So, they might be moving it to Monday. So, they moved it up in the day on Sunday because they don't want to make it the Sunday night game. So, yes. Seahawks and Cardinals is now <clears throat> Sunday night football. Um, they've moved it up on Sunday, but now they're talking about possibly moving to Monday or possibly Tuesday. And by doing that, of course, might have to change around the schedule the next week. We'll see what happens. I don't know what they're going to do with that. But there are no new COVIDs. With the Raiders, probably going to have some guys out. We'll see exactly who it is once we get there. Um, Bengals running back, Joe Mixon, is out with a foot injury. Now, he's missed three days of practice. This was kind of yep. expected. Uh, obviously, I think this kind of hurts the Bengals as far as going and, and playing against the Browns this weekend. I think the Browns are a little embarrassed. But I I wonder if uh, Giovanni Bernard is not a better suited running back for like to go against that Browns defense. You kind of feel the same way? No, I I think I think you need a mix. Okay, I think in the NFL you need somebody who can pound and somebody who can catch the football and 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 be elusive and 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 fast and and run routes. I mean, I think I think both are valuable. And, and so without to lose yeah. one actually doesn't make you better because the other team just doesn't have to worry about this other thing cuz Giovanni Bernard ain't running from the between the guards. He's That's, just not doing it. That is uh that is a hundred percent. So you've true. taken away something that the team used to do and do pretty well. That's it. You you got a valid point there. You got a valid point. Uh the Bills. 
The Bills, of course, playing against the Jets. I don't think it's really going to matter. Somebody asked on here if, if uh, Stefanski said Baker play. Baker's going to play. said Baker's yeah. healthy. Baker's not 100%. Those were Stefanski's words today. Um, I would like to see an entire week of game planning with Case one time, just one time against not a great opponent. We got several not great opponents coming up. Um, one time I would like to see one whole week of Case gets the workload, Case gets the practice. We're going to build the program around him for a week and just see what the results are. Yeah, I, I think I, I would like to see that hey, as well. Hey, listen, I'm not saying Case is the, the answer to all the Browns' problems. I'm telling you, Stefanski is having to game plan with one hand tied behind his back because Baker is so limited at what he's capable of doing, not because of injury, but because of what his abilities are. I I think I agree with that. I, I think having somebody like Case, even though his abilities are limited, um, I think he's better at reading a defense like we've talked about before. I think he's just he's a better decision maker. Yep. You know, and I think I would like to see him in a spot like this where you may not be super worried about losing the game. Like, obviously, you can lose the game, but it, Correct. this but, is a, a better spot to go in and bring him in and, and just see how he does as opposed to toss him in. And let Baker get a whole week of health. I mean, there's two sides to that coin, you know? You don't get to take shots this week, Baker. We're going to let you sit, and we're going to let you get healthy. I, uh, I will say this. I do wonder if they – like, if they – they're rolling with Baker because they know that this is a game that they absolutely have to win. Like they, they understand they can make the playoffs this year. I mean, they're they're still yes. sitting at four and two. You cannot lose a game like this. So, if I'm the Browns, I mean, so far their two losses are to the Ravens and to the Steelers. And if they lose those four games, there ain't nobody else really on the schedule that's scary. I mean, there are teams that are worse than them that they could still get beaten by, but everybody else is going to be equal to or beneath them in talent. This is true. Uh, Doesn't mean they're going to win all those games. No, of course but not. But everybody else outside of those four games, two more left, that are, are they're going to be equal to a talent. They don't play the Chiefs. They don't, you know, the Seahawks aren't coming to to, to Cleveland. Like, the, I just don't think those teams are on the schedule, and you don't have to worry about it. Damian jumps in. He said, what's up? What's up, Damian? Hope, uh, hope good things for your Bears this weekend. Cruz jumps in again. Gary and Chris, my Giants are bad, but at least we're not the New York Jets bad. That's not saying much, but we're st- we still are, so I'll take that. Uh, so I've heard a really funny thing this week, or it's about a couple of weeks ago. Cousin Sal okay. has talked a lot on his podcast about um, he thinks that the New York football teams should combine their pick together and get Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor just plays for the home team every week. So yeah, Trevor gets a nice house in New York, and he never gets has to, to play with both teams, and he gets two jerseys, two uniforms, two two sets of everything, and uh, and yeah, you just he's just going to play all all sixteen games at home, and never has to travel. I like that. Never has to travel. Never has to leave the state of New York or New Jersey. I guess I like that. That's that's good stuff. Uh, Matt Miller said, uh, uh, "Let's see. He's also more mobile to most people's beliefs. Uh, contradictory to most. People. Yeah. Wait, what are we? Oh, Stefanski. Uh, talking about, about Baker. Case. He's talking yeah, about Case. Talking about Case. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got over it. Baker. I yeah. got it. Uh, let's see. McKinnon said Keenum reminds me so much of Fitzmagic and how similar their paths have been. Just solid veteran dudes. I'd love to have on any team. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would Adult love to have Fitzpatrick right now. Love to have Fitzpatrick right now for the Browns." You have got that right. Uh, Muhammad jumps in. Is the uh, Habib fight over? Well, 
The, the fight is tomorrow, but yes, we're done yeah, talking about talk, it for now. Our talk was the first 35 minutes of the show. <laughs> you, we can, you can go back and watch the replay once we're <laughs> done with the lives. So, it is all good. Um, let's see. What else have we got here? Uh, get Trevor off that ugly green and put him in the big blue. Uh, oh, Mohammed. No, it, the fight hasn't happened. The fight happens tomorrow. It happens tomorrow. So, um, let's see. Damien said, Fitz tragic. Why, why the hatred? Why the hatred? How, how can I'll anybody? Tell you this, if I was a Bears fan, I definitely wouldn't be shitting on other teams' quarterbacks that are pretty good. Got that Fitz, right. is, Fitz would be really good in Chicago right now. He's a better quarterback than Foles. I think he is. I think he is. Terry said, I hear people saying Lawrence should stay in school one more year so he doesn't go to the Jets. Then others say one more year wouldn't matter because he would still go to the Jets. He's still going to go to the Jets. Yes. Either way, either way, he's going to the Jets or he's pulling an, uh, an Elway and an Eli. Yeah, and, and he could absolutely do that. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know that he has that kind of pull or influence. If you're the Jets, the the league is different now. Back then, quarterbacks coming out as rookies were making thirty million dollars. That, that there is a salary uh, structure now for rookies. That that ain't happening anymore. Yeah, you might have a you might have a point there. You might so, have a point. Oh, I, I was going to bring up the Bills. The Bills. Uh, Josh Norman, John Brown, and Cody Ford all out for this game against the Jets. Um, think, go ahead. It, do you think it matters? Nope. Like, I, I think they're still going to house them. Just absolutely house them. Uh, Damien said, we're good with Foles. Well, I mean, I can understand that. They're 5-1 sure. right now. But, uh, you know, just just wait. We'll see. We will see. Uh, Matt Miller said, I think giving up Daniel Jones uh, when they have the worst offensive line and one of the worst PFF have ever graded would be dumb. Uh, Darnold has been broken by the Jets. I, it, it is possible. I will say this. Uh, every quarterback that has played for Adam Gase, aside from Peyton Manning, has been better without him than with now, him. Now, Trevor Lawrence is not going to play under Adam Gase, but every quarterback that has gone to the Jets in the last 10 years has also been terrible. So, I, I, I'm going to tell you this. I think I think if Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jets, Trevor Lawrence is going to go down in history as a bust. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, they just they don't know how to build a team there at he's all. Just, he's not good enough to fix those problems, and their problems go way deeper, but they're too dysfunctional of an organization they want to let's get the big shiny thing and let's not actually fix our problems oh yeah yeah i agree i agree uh saints wide receiver emmanuel sanders has covid or he's been put on the covid list um why is this not a big story like all these other if if other teams have one person that's on this list it becomes this gigantic thing we're talking about rescheduling games all this kind of mess this happens and nothing it's just like a blurb on espn well, what's weird is is we don't know that Thomas is going to play either. I don't know what Drew is going to do. Uh, I agree. Like I love my Panthers pick at seven and a half. I mean, even no, more. the Panthers, the Panthers pick from yeah, we we get we locked that thing in at seven and a hook. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, it's looking juicier and juicier as the week goes on. Now you have got that right. I mean, they, there may not be anybody to throw to. I mean, you got Kamara, of course, and he he can absolutely take over a game. But yes, Alvin is a ooh. monster. But I mean, if you only have to stop one monster, I think you can control that monster uh, especially if you don't have to worry about down the field i mean that's 100 yes. percent. so i that kind of I, I was i was really curious i was why i was very very shocked at how 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 small the news that was i saw that that come across my little my little ticker on my alerts today it's weird really weird stuff 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right, let's move from there into, uh, we talked a little bit about Fitzmagic. So now I want to talk about uh, what is going on in Miami. It, it's Tua time. They announced that Tua Tongavaloa is going to be starting the game this weekend against the Rams. Uh, I mean, uh, next weekend, sorry, against the Rams. And I understand, like, it's the bye week. But, like, I, <laughs> I'm i so confused. The, the Dolphins are 3-3. Three and three. They are firmly in the middle of the playoff race. And Fitz, Fitzpatrick has been playing really well. Like, really well, I thought. I I don't know why you would make this move right now unless it is completely... Now, I understand if it's completely financial, then that's okay. Because if, if he hits, like, a certain uh, number of offensive snaps during the season, then he gets, you know, bonuses up to, like, $2.5 million. That's not that much money to me, though. No, they're not doing it for that. They're, it's not a financial thing. This was always, this was always the plan of, we were going to make it to the 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 uh, the break to the bye week, and then we were going to put him in. And that way, he's got two weeks to prepare and and build the offense around him and roll with him because they have to see what they have in him. Yeah, I I just and I, I get where you're coming from with it. I just it <laughs> so. So Terry jumps in and said, your boy Tua getting the start, Gary, are you excited? No, I'm absolutely not excited because his first game coming off of uh, uh, hip surgery or whatever, he has to go against Aaron Donald. Like, no, I'm not excited about that. Like, uh, it, it's terrifying. It's it's like watching, uh, it's it's a little different, obviously. But Alex Smith, you know, it, when, when he came back, it's just, it's terrifying to watch every single play. I feel like I'm going to be like that with this game. I just I don't know why you do that, and I wonder like does this lose you the locker room because nobody seemed to know that this was the plan. Like they didn't talk to any of the players about this. Nobody really knew what was going on, and then all of a sudden they just drop it on them, even though they're right in the middle of a playoff race. I, I don't know about the locker room. I mean, I gotta think that these guys have been seeing him in practice and they know what he's capable of and know what he's not. I mean, if 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 the other teams, the other players think you know this kid can play, then then let him play. At true, you know. True. I mean, we don't see him in practice. We, we we're not that deep or involved in the team. Um, I you know, I wish I wish Ryan could get on somewhere else playing as well as he's been, but they have no backup behind him at all, and so they're not going to get rid of Fitz, and that sucks. Yes, that yes, sucks does. for him. And I appreciate his competitiveness. You know, everybody just works under the assumption that oh, he's an old guy. He's been in the league forever. 
And, and so he's going to be the great person to mentor these young kids. And, and I liked his response. He was like, what? Like I got fired. And not only did I get fired, now I got to go get on a zoom call with the people who fired me every day. And the guy who took my place. And it's just like, I want to play. I want to compete. Yeah. I I like that fiery part in him. I wish they had a capable backup because I'd like to see him on a, a competitive team. Yeah. I'll tell you this. If I was, if I was him and I was his agent, I'd be on the phone with the Cowboys right now. And I'd be saying trade Andy Dalton for me right now, straight up. Cause Andy is a capable backup to go back up to a, and I can go run that Cowboys team and let me have all those weapons. I don't need an offensive line. Have you seen the shit that I've played behind the last couple of years? I'll make shit work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I'd love I, to see him in Dallas. We, we I saw, like Dallas. We saw Andy Dalton last week, and he he was not able to put it together. Now, he he did come in and look pretty good against the Giants. But, it, like, that Cardinals defense ain't a, ain't a whole lot to write home about, I don't think. So... I don't know. I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, the Panthers, by the way, uh, so Damian jumped in. Wait, didn't the Panthers have to close their facility this week because of uh, because of COVID issues? Uh, yes, they did. They worked virtually on Monday and Tuesday um, because Michael Schofield went on the COVID list. Uh, he's one of their guards. And then cornerback Rasul Douglas is also on that list. Um, you know, maybe maybe those guys matter. We'll see. I don't know. I feel like Emmanuel Sanders might be a little bigger, uh, bigger deal. Yeah, but, I do too. Maybe I'm wrong though. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. They did get a couple of guys back. Uh, they got Sly and Scott back. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, 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 we're, we're just gonna have to deal with this all year. It's just gonna be crazy. Um, jumping through the comments again, uh, Matt said, "I think they want Tua to play in meaningful games, and your ultimate goal is the Super Bowl, not the playoffs. And they aren't winning the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, those rookie deals are are short, so you got to get what you can out of them." It early and you got to know what you got. So that's that's the thing. You you have to know can he play, regardless of the outcome of the Bengals season this year. They know he can play. All right, the, regardless of the outcome of of you know, I know the Bills are competing right now, but but this is just you know year three with Josh Allen. They know what they got. Like these, so many of these. I'm telling you, as a Browns fan, I know what I got. Ask other Browns fans. Ask that organization. They they don't think they know what they got. They all think they got something special, and we don't. And we don't. That's true. That's true. Get enough games in him to where you can tell is this worth going all in on, or do we flush it and start over? It may, maybe it's a good decision. I mean, maybe, but I, I just I hate shy. it for fits. Yes. I just wish they were good enough at the backup position where he could go somewhere because there's lots of teams right now that are quarterback away from being pretty good and still early enough to be in the wild card race uh for the playoffs yeah yeah uh, i mean any of these nfc east teams Fitz, oh, Lord, Fitz yeah. would be a would be a massive upgrade for all of them he most yes. certainly would looking at you philly too at looking at washington philly at yeah. i mean I'll, yeah you're right all of them like i don't oh. think the giants would move off of uh, daniel jones right now but i you don't think so you don't think if the giants get the number two pick they're not going to take quarterback I mean, I'd maybe, maybe. Okay, if I don't you're going to do that <laughs> and you have the division in hand or, or the ability if, to take the division, then then why would you not? If, you, if you're not getting tra- – if Trevor goes one and you've got the number two pick, do you take Fields? I would. Or Lance. 
I would. Because but I, I think the Giants' biggest issue is their offensive line. So, like, I, I might I might would look at Panay Sewell. Well, I mean, they took a tackle that well. <sighs> the, the, that's fine. Listen, they've yeah. got a lot of holes. I'm just telling you, Daniel. Daniel's not the problem, but he's also not the solution. Yeah, you might be right about that. Cruz uh, Madrid jumped in and uh, and told us that Adam Schefter just reported that AB is going to meet with the Bucks on Saturday. Terry said AB uh, to the Bucks would be an absolute shit show, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Adam Schefter's uh, tweet. Antonio Brown will visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Saturday. Uh, Brown is flying to Tampa tonight. He is also in discussions with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, apparently, Tom Brady has been pushing for it per Ian Rappaport. Uh, now the team is going to take a closer look. Um, do you think there's any chance that this happens? I mean, Bruce came out and said in the offseason that they are not going to sign Antonio Brown. Yeah, that, but I think that was before he had Tom. Was that before or after? No, that was after. Tom? That was after because okay, uh, Tom got Tom got down there and and brought it up. And, okay. and Arian said publicly, like, we ain't signing him. No, I, I, I think some of this is, 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 is negotiations because everybody just assumed he was going to end up in Seattle. Yeah, that's, that's a good, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Damien asked, just imagine if, uh, Miami drafted Jameis Winston. They would have cut him just like the Bucks did. Yep. Uh, Jay Ricard, Chris couldn't be more wrong. Having the fight at that time is absolutely the right decision. The United States is not the priority when it comes to Habib. Most MMA fans don't care about football. That is uh, that is that is true. That yeah. is true. Most MMA fans are not football fans. That is a late reply. That's fine. <laughs> I'm surprised. Can they go back and watch the beginning of this while we're live? I don't. I, have, I don't know what the capabilities are of technology. I have no idea. That's uh, that's know. surprising. Uh, that's but okay. yeah, that's I, I understand why they're doing it business wise. No, I yeah. I get it. Yeah. I I live in America, and I don't like it. <laughs> Matt Miller, I think it's a mistake. Matt Miller said the Giants took the worst offensive tackle, Andrew Thomas, in the first round. They need to take the right one this year in the draft. The Giants, that is. Yeah, I think like I, if they don't get a quarterback, Panay Sewell would absolutely fit there. So, uh, Damian, putting another wide receiver with another shitty quarterback ain't gonna help. <laughs> you got to fix the quarterback. You, you you do not want Antonio Brown with a bad quarterback. <laughs> that ain't gonna help anybody's yeah. locker room. Antonio Brown's. And, and foals would, would destroy one another. Hey, Matt Miller, by the way, said yes, they can. Uh, Jay said yes, started late, uh, put a laughy face there. And then Miguel Lara said yes, we can. All right, that's that's kind of cool. I had no idea that we could do that. So, uh, cheers to that. You but then go you back missed everything that happened between then and now, unless you're just <laughs> real far behind on the show. And so in about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you'll hear us talking about it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. McKinnon said, uh, just hope they're not putting Tua in too early. Seen it too many times. Uh, it's ruined a ton of good young quarterbacks. Fitz was winning and doing well. Compete this year, but protect your future. Um, I look. I think you just need to know what you got. And and the rookie deals like that is your best time to win a Super Bowl. Look at Russell Wilson. Look at Patrick Mahomes, et cetera, et cetera. Like this is the best time if you've got a good quarterback. You got to take advantage of that while you've got him under a smaller contract, so that you can pay all these other guys. Right? It's not just the quarterback position that wins Super Bowls. Like it helps a whole lot. But you got to have everything else there as well. It's um, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. So you know, Matt Miller said we can scroll to whatever part of the video we want, just like a regular video. That's kind of cool. I had no idea. Uh, Damien said I would get AB if we don't extend Allen Robinson. Uh, I would tell you this. I think AB can still be a problem, especially if he is with a quarterback that he does not trust. So, I 
I would agreed. I think he's going to sign with an organization that has a stable quarterback, which is why he's talking to Tampa, which is why he's talking to Seattle. Yes. I think he is looking at places that have stability. Uh, well, stable locker rooms, not just the stable quarterback, but like places that can mm. kind of. AB doesn't give a shit about the locker room. AB gives a shit about the quarterback. Well, but I think that the organizations that would okay, that's, would, that that's would fine. sign. But he's he's not going just because somebody calls him. No, no, no. That's true. That's true. Uh, Joseph jumped in visiting the Bucks tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's what we were talking about. Um, McKinnon said, "I can get behind that, but let him play some teams that aren't too tough. It's not a fantastic identifier, but can still offer great insight to the future." Yes, true. But uh, they ain't winning the Super Bowl this year. Like, get him in there, figure out what you got, keep going from there. And if if Miami ends up bad the rest of the season, then then go get somebody else if they need to. Like it. It is what it, they did the same thing with Rosen. Like they just brought Rosen in last year. Like you know, they figured out okay, he's not working. We're gonna go draft Tua. It is what it is. Like it, it, look, this is a business, man. It's a meritocracy. Either you're good or you're not. So you better show up. Uh, let's talk about Yannick Ngakwe. I this baffled me. This news of him being traded from the Vikings to the Raiders. Now, obviously, it, the Vikings already had some defensive line issues with Daniel Hunter being out for the rest of the season after surgery. Trading him now, trading Ngakwe now, it just really surprised me. It's, uh, so here's the deal for it. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens have traded for Vikings pass rusher Yannick Ngakwe, adding a critical component to the NFL's stingiest defense. The Ravens will send a 2021 third-round pick and a 2022 conditional fifth-round pick to the Vikings for Ngakwe, sources told Adam Schefter. I'm... A little bit shocked. Is this like waving the white flag? Yes. And the the downside is is the front office for the Vikings look like idiots because they gave up a second round pick and a fifth round pick for Ngakwe. So they moved backwards about fifty to sixty picks because their second is gonna be a real early second. Yes, it is. And the the Ravens. fourth uh, the third that they just got is going to be a very late third, so so we're looking at fifty to sixty picks apart. That's they just they just moved back. That's insane. Back. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I just and I, I guess like if if he wasn't fitting in the locker room or or something, they just didn't. You don't care pay about him. the locker room. You got one win at this point in time. Locker room's not an issue. Winning ball games is an issue. Well, I'm just trying Everybody to figure to out. Start if they... dumping everybody. Thielen's on the block. Everybody's <laughs> on the block. One guy's not on the block. Justin Jefferson. He's the he's been the best rookie receiver in the league so far. Yep, and I, I believe that you called that, didn't you? I, I well, I said he had a chance to. I said all the rest of these guys have more talent than him. They all have more speed than him. He has a chance to be the best out of all of them rookie-wise, uh, mainly because I thought he was going to a better team, and then CD went to the Cowboys, but he's on a really shitty team and still just banging numbers. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Damien said, uh, bring AB and Cap to uh, to Chicago then. Uh, Darren said, Miami should not play him unless he plays against a bad team. Uh, let's see, Darren said, we finally got a playoff team. Yep, yep, that's true. Uh, McKinnon, so has Rosen reached Lynch Lowe's officially now? Uh, Lynch, like Paxton no, Lynch, I guess no, he's talking Ro- about. Yeah, yeah. L- Rosen is on. Rosen's done something really smart. Rosen is a practice squad player right now for the Bucks. He is learning under Byron Leftwich, Bruce Arians, and 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 Tom Brady right now. 
And and that could revitalize his career. Yes. That could give him a shot in two years. He can compete for a quarterback position either on that Bucks team or on another team. But he's he's learning some things. He went to two of the worst situations there absolutely was there. So Yes. Matthew um, Miller wanted to shit on my Patriots. We're gonna get there. We're oh gonna yeah, get we'll there. get there. Uh let's see. Brown Yeti jumps in. Nice to see the Yeti in here, of course. Matt Miller, uh you know, hold on. Let, before I get to that. Uh, Joseph Gomez, do you send Cousins to the Browns? Uh, the Browns don't want him. The Browns, yeah, the Browns don't want him. The Browns don't want him. Stefanski got away from Case. him. Stefanski would rather have Case than, than Cousins. Yes. Uh, I think I think Cousins might just be damaged goods at this point. Like, I, I don't I know where so he's I, He may end up being a backup somewhere after his deal is done, but I, I don't think he's getting re-signed by any stretch of the imagination. McKinnon said, I'd say Claypool and Lamb have given Jefferson a run for that best uh, rookie wide receiver role. Uh, not not over the past few weeks. I will tell you that. Claypool's got one monster game. That four-touchdown game is, is is pretty remarkable. He hasn't been consistent. No, he has not. Uh, Miguel Lara, should the Browns trade OBJ? Uh, probably. He has not been very good for them. Uh, he's been fine. He's been fine. Baker's not good. They don't have a good quarterback at all. I mean, that that's... That's ba- uh, OBJ yeah. with a bad quarterback is not something you want. That's true. He's he's been killing my my fantasy league, killing me. Oh yeah, killing uh, him. Last week he killed them, but the three weeks before that he's been great. So shut your face, man. It, look, I, I think the three he weeks had, before that he's been great. Was it three weeks? Three weeks was straight. Just he's a got couple. a touchdown, and all three weeks he's got at least like five or six catches and monster big plays. Yes. Three weeks straight, he's been great. He, he looks bad against the Ravens. He looks bad against the Steelers. Get off, my boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you boy, OBJ, huh? Um, so, uh, Matt, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into Matt Miller's here right quick, and then we'll, we'll close out with the CFB Bowl stuff, right? Chris, we haven't heard too much about your Pats or Pooper Cam from you lately. Uh, at least he jumped on the ball five years too late. I'm going to let you attack this one. Do you think that him jumping on the ball in that Super Bowl would have changed the outcome? No. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm fine then. I'm good. We can move <laughs> on. No. The the Patriots looked really bad last week. We'll we'll see how they look this week. This is a week to week game. Yes, it most certainly is. Uh, you are correct about that. Um, against Pittsburgh, four point five fantasy points against Indianapolis, eleven fantasy points against Dallas. He had thirty eight against Washington. He had nine. Uh, against Baltimore, he had five, and against Cincy in week two, he had 17. So, well, that one against uh, the Cincinnati one was the game he was hurt. He didn't play much. Uh, well, no, Cincy, he had 17. Against Baltimore, he had five. Against Washington, well, Baltimore, he's not going to do good. The Steelers is not going to do good. Washington one of those got games, a good defense. He didn't do good. He, he also was hurt. Uh, was it the Colts? He didn't Maybe. play a lot. I don't remember. I don't remember all of them. I just know there was a game where he came out after, before the first half, he didn't come back in. But That's all the, the other three, he's been sense. great. So of the four wins, three of them, he's been unbelievable. Yep. So I don't I, know what you want. You want thirty points a week? You're not going to get that. No, no, no. I just want consistency. Okay, eleven points a game is consistent. Twelve points a game is consistent. Yeah, but you're just, not going to get that when you play great defenses. No, that's that's a hundred percent with true. a really bad quarterback. That's hey, not his fault. Matt, Matt Miller said, uh, "I'm just giving you a hard time, Chris." <laughs> no, that's okay. No, I, I'm telling you, we we've hashed out earlier the Patriots woes. Uh, the, the they are the only team in the league that 
that practicing every week matters more than anybody else because they don't have a base that they can go to. They can't say, Hey guys, we're shutting the facility down. So we're just going to run our base package offense, our base package defense. They don't have a base to go to. They completely deconstruct the offense and the defense every week to game plan for a very specific team that they are going to play. So when you tell them you have one day to practice, they are not going to play well at all that week. We should have all seen that. I know I should have seen that. I didn't. Um, and now they're back to normal. Will they win this game? I don't know the answer to that. But but they're at least going to look like a capable, competent football team because they had a normal week of football. It, it, which is exactly why I'm betting on the Pats this week. Nobody else yeah. in the league does that, by the way. No, There's yeah. not another team in the league that completely deconstructs and builds an offense week to week and a defense week to week. Everybody has base packages that they can go to. Well, I mean, they're basically chameleons, right? Like, they, yes. they can play any style of football. Any style. Like, you saw against Seattle, like, there was a lot of throwing the football in that game. And in other games, there's been a whole lot of running. So it's they, they just kind of move from week to week to what the best uh, option would be against the team that they're playing. And I, I get it. I get it. Uh, Jay Ricard said, do you think it's possible for a team like the Vikings to get the first pick over the Jets, or are the Jets just so awful it's going to be impossible? <laughs> the Jets aren't winning a game. If you have a win, you are behind them. Yes. Um, I, I really think the Jets are that bad. Like, they're just... I don't even know how to explain. I, I'm I'm not exaggerating. Unless these books do something drastic, the Jets won't cover a game. I mean, I'm sure they'll cover at some point because I think the line is just going to get so ridiculous. But, but that's it. That's the, but the line right now it's 13 and a half. That's ridiculous in the NFL. Yep. I know you used to look at it college games where you get 23 point spreads all the time. That shit doesn't happen in the league. Yeah. I mean, it, it has to be between, like, the best team in the league and, and the absolute worst team. The Bills played this team once already. They beat them by 10. So the fact that it's 13 and a half tells you the Jets should cover this game. Yeah, go bet on that. Yeah. I ain't betting on there's, it. There's no chance that the Jets will get a dime of my money. Uh, no. Darren said, Seattle versus Tennessee in the Super Bowl, my number one from each conference on my top 25. Uh, I mean, that'd be fun. I, I would not hate that Super Bowl at all. That, I would not hate it at all. That'd be so much fun. Oh, my gosh. You got monsters. You like- know, hang on. I will tell you this. If Pete Carroll gets beat by a team that runs the football the way the Titans do, he's going to be furious yes. because that's what he wants to do. That's He looks at what Vrabel's doing, and he just beats off all day long to it. He is so pissed off that they are throwing the football all over the place right now. Yes. yes. He wants to run the ball. He wants to do it. Uh, Matt Miller said, plus, thanks to Vic and his scheming, uh, he's got one of the top five scoring defenses in the league with no Vaughn, A.J. Boye, or Jarrell Casey. Cam won't face much better defensively. I, I mean, he might have a valid point there. Like, uh, the the scheming from Fangio is pretty legit, man. It always well, they had two. They had two weeks to prepare for it. So they did have two weeks to, to, to shut down the Patriots offense, which ain't great anyway. Um, you know, so... Adam, uh, uh, Matt Miller said Adam Gase owes Peyton Manning his soul. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. If I was Peyton Manning, I would stop. Like, I would come out publicly and disassociate with some of these sons of bitches. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Joseph Gomez said Fox Bet actually moved the line to eleven and a half. Was that just a promo? Maybe. Like there's a, what? The, uh, well, the uh, the Jets and Bills line. It's it's to eleven and a half. Is that just because of the uh, of Josh Norman, John Brown, and Cody Ford being out? No, hang on. I'm about to pull it up. I can't. I can't imagine that it's eleven and a half. That just doesn't I can't, make- I can't believe it's gone. It's gone down. Now I do know that they did name Sam Darnold as a quarterback. Does Sam Darnold move at two points? There's a chance. Some, it is. It's ten across the board right now. Everywhere. Ten. Ten. Uh, I will be diving all over that. Sam Darnold was named. I think it's because Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold probably is worth three points compared to Joe Flacco. That worthless son of a bitch. Jesus. <laughs> um. Let's see. Darren said, you cannot lose betting against the Jets. Yeah, that's that's true. Cruz said, uh, come on, Jets, win two games so my Giants can get first overall. Uh, you're going to have to hope for some injuries or something going on there. That's I not happening. It's just not going to happen. The yeah. Jets are not capable of winning a football game. So if you got a win, congratulations, you're all playing for a second. And you still got good quarterbacks. Joseph, <laughs> Joseph said, I wouldn't lie to you. No, no, we – I didn't expect you to be lying to us, but that, that just kind of surprised us. Uh, Matt Miller said, Cowherd showed the stats under Gase without Darnold, and they averaged 9.8 point, uh, points per game uh, with 98 yards per game on offense. 98 yards per game with Flacco at quarterback? No way. I think it's got to be more than that, right? I don't – I mean, it might not be. Which I, I don't – hang on now. I think that was just last week. I don't know that Flacco and Adam Gase have paired up more than last week. Because well, I, I think he's come in a no, couple of times he, when he's just when, saying without Darnold. Well, yes, but Adam Gase has not been there without Darnold, other than last week. No, but Darnold missed several games last year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he sure did with the with the mon, with the mono. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. Uh, Damian said, "Damn, Darnold uh, sucks so bad he could make Trubisky look like an MVP." Uh, nobody is going to make Trubisky look like an MVP. <laughs> Darnold does suck. He does, Darnold suck, does suck. I did call that, by the way. I did call that. I said, there's a world in which none of these quarterbacks are any good. Thank God Josh Allen's good. And I said, the only one you want out of this bunch is Lamar. That's and Gary laughed at me. I did laugh at you. I did laugh at you. And it appears that I was wrong. Uh, McKinnon said, man, if the Jets end up getting the first pick, I wouldn't mind if somehow the Falcons picked up Darnold. Dude is damn good. Uh, play, but plays for the Jets where anyone would struggle. The only problem with picking up Darnold is what's he now? Now here's the downside thing: is, is you're, you you could probably get him for a sandwich and a smile. I mean, I can't you imagine he's going to demand a lot of money. And I just I, I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe anybody looks good in Atlanta, like or at least decent. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win games. Their their problem hadn't been uh, scoring points. So no, their know. problem their problem has been scoring points. Well, yeah, this well, year recently, they have three games where they don't have an offensive touchdown. Yeah, their problems okay. have been scoring points. That's that's a valid point. That's a val- I mean, they, they did lose to um, – they scored 39 points and had zero turnovers against Dallas and lost, you know, so – Yes, yes. That is an anomaly. After that, they scored an offensive touchdown the, uh, in the first Packers. quarter of the next game and then didn't score one for like two and a half games. It was in late into the third game before they scored another touchdown. Yeah, that's okay. You got a valid so, point. So, yes, scoring has been a problem. That's that's true. That is true. Uh, Cruz said, good thing we're talking about the Jets and not my Giants. Uh, we one good thing for once. Uh, do you think Dallas beats Washington this weekend? From Darren I McArdle. I, I'm not betting on it. 
I'm, I like I'm, the football team. I, I like I like Washington in this spot. Like I, I just I, what what have we seen from Andy Dalton to show so far that that he and, can run this offense? I mean, it's that just, Dallas line is just getting worse and worse. Uh, Matt Miller said 49ers should trade for Matt Ryan. Uh, they'd become Super Bowl Why? contenders again. Uh, no, dude, they I think shouldn't. I no, think, they wouldn't. Yeah, Matt Ryan's not any good. God. Um, let's see. Sam Darnold isn't even worth a McDonald's kids meal from Damian. Uh, probably not. Probably not. Uh, Matt Miller said Darnold isn't good. He's average, but the Jets make him look way worse than he is. Probably true. I mean, look, Tannehill was under Gase in uh, in Miami, and he goes to Tennessee and becomes a, a damn MVP candidate. So, you know, I, I'm not going to say anything's out of the realm of possibility, but either way. You're right. There is a world in which he gets away from them and looks fine. I don't know where he goes. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you this: if I was if 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 I was Kyle Shanahan, I'd ha, I'd ha, I'd be on the phone with his agent just to say what would it call if you if you're willing to come here for nothing, you know, because Jimmy has a history of getting hurt and he's not the most explosive guy, and just see if you can make something out of him. Uh, that that'd be cool, but uh, it's got he's got to come cheap. <laughs> Matt Miller said he is way better than Jimmy. Chris, come on. Then he said, uh, Kirk Cousins and Jimmy have stolen their money. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jimmy took him to the Super Bowl last year. I was year. just about like, to say, Jimmy, Jimmy's been in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, Julio, not the same player. No run game is the underlying issue with the scoring. Yeah, that's a lot of it. That's a lot of it. And and then you to fix the running game, you bring in Todd Gurley, who has had some pretty good stats this year, but I, I don't know that that solves anything. I think their offensive line's a wreck. They, they got all kinds of problems there. Uh, let's see, Darren McArdle. Foles is looking like a steal this year. He's the next king. Man, Darren, what a, what games are you watching, brother? What what are we talking about here? Good gracious! Look, we've the been five at this. And one, that's awesome. Yes, we we've been at this for an hour. Let's close out talking about college football bowl season. I want to read you some of this press release right quick. All right, okay. um, this was absolutely ridiculous to me. I it, it blew my mind. Uh, the football bowl association is getting a new name and brand. Bowl season. That's what they call it. The debut of the name change, logo, and website for the organization is part of a major brand overhaul announced today by Executive Director Nick Carparelli. The new bowl season tagline, quote, a celebration of college football, embraces the grand tradition of the bowl system and its enduring value to student-athletes, highlighting the broader university community, including spirit squads, marching bands, student-athletic staff, and fans. Bowl season will work with all existing bowls to promote the benefits of the entire bowl system. Uh, Carparelli has collaborated over the last six months with leaders of the 44 bowl games, each of the 10 FBS conferences, media partners, and other stakeholders to build consensus and solidify plans for the new brand. I am just shocked. They they did up a logo, and they made a, like a massive press release, and all this about bowl season? That's the name we came up with? Like what are who who gets paid for this? A lot of people probably. I'm I'm just in shock. Like And it, I bet they get a like a gross amount of money too. It it makes zero sense. And this of course they're going to announce it in the year where a lot of bowls have already been uh canceled and they're they're even talking about playing bowl games on campus sites this year. Like the the home team is going to be the team that's got the better record. Like, what are we doing? Uh, Joseph Gomez said, brand overhaul just means a ton of money to a marketing consulting team to come up with a logo and bowl season. Uh, <laughs> Matt Miller said, sell shirts with bowl season and a marijuana bowl on it, and I'll buy it. 
Yeah, I'd probably buy it too. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, this sport absolutely shits on itself over and over and over again. Like, they make the joke so easy. Like, wh- why? We don't have enough money to pay your players. We got it. Somebody's got to come up with great ideas like bowl season. It's, and, and the funny thing is that this do is you not. Think, do you think over under seven figures for all of that? I'd probably go over. I think it's over as well. I think it's over. I think they they paid somebody a ridiculous a, a, amount a ridi- of money. You know why they paid somebody ridiculous? Because they have a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. And, why and, do they and nobody that? to pay. Because they have nobody else to pay. We can't give coaches $10 million a year anymore, so we just got to find other shit to spend money on. It's unbelievable. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, still waiting on the Murder Hornets t-shirt. Yeah, I've got to finish that. <laughs> it's been busy, man. <laughs> Uh, Cruz said the NCAA is so dumb it just boggles the mind thinking about this. And this isn't the NCAA. This is like this is a separate entity from that. Yeah, so this is this not is, this is a different group of people attached to college football because there's so much money in college football. Multiple whores have clinged themselves to them. And I mean, cheers to them. Uh, you know, no, not cheers to them. No, I'm Fuck saying them. cheers to them as far as like, yeah, look, it, they were smart enough to figure out, hey, there's a, a whole field here where we don't have to pay any workers at all, and we can just make ridiculous amounts of money. And until, you know, somebody introduces some kind of legislation or something, um, they, they won't have to pay players. And it's I, completely I ridiculous. they all have miserable lives and they all burn in hell. I mean, it's, it's awful. I think they're all terrible people. I, I would, I would you run a bomb through that place. You don't kill ten good people. I would go They're along all with terrible that. people. Oh, hey, They're hey, all hey, terrible people. This, uh, hey, I, so later on in this press release, like at the very end of the press release, it says uh, the new name and visual identity were developed by Connecticut-based 1919 Productions and Joe Bosack, B-O-S-A-C-K, Bosack, uh, and company. Tony Fay Public Relations, based in Dallas, was hired to oversee communication efforts for the organization. So you've got three. Different organizations that are a part of this. You got nineteen nineteen productions. To come up with bowl season. <laughs> Boy, the brain power of these sons of bitches. Uh, Miguel Laura said they used the same consultant for the Washington team, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah, I actually like that. We're going to call though. them the football team. It's not the Washington team. No, it's the Washington football team. It's the football team. Washington is the city. The, the team name is The Football Team. I like it, though. I like I it. I do not like it. <laughs> all right. Are you ready to get out Dan of here? Dan Snyder is an individual. He can write dumbass checks all he wants because his workers are all highly compensated. Yes, this is true. Uh, McKinnon said, better give my girl Sook some love for me. Yeah, I've, I've got the door shut, and she is dying to get out. So as soon as we get done with the show, I'm going to be going to let her out. Uh, is there anything we else done? we need to hit on? No. All right. Go Go to winningcureseverything.com. Of course, we appreciate you starting your weekend with us. Of course, every Friday at this time, we'll be rocking this junt just like we always do. Go over to the SBR Picks uh, website, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Go over to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. You can just go to YouTube and search for SBR Picks. And tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern time, we will be live going over the closing lines for week eight of college football. It's going to be a good time. Hopefully you all will join us. Make sure you are subscribed to that channel. Make sure you are subscribed to these channels, whichever one you're watching us on, and make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. We'll have our college football uh, recap and reaction show after all the games on Sunday morning, 
And, uh, and yeah, we have some podcast exclusives that we knock out over there. You can only get them if you are subscribed to the podcast. You ain't going to find no videos of those things uh, because we don't turn on no lights and we don't, you know, we ain't looking good for those. I'll tell you that. Uh, Terry said, like, share, and tell your friends, boys. You got that correct. Tell your buddies about it. Tell everybody you know, whether you hate it or not. Doesn't matter to me. Just tell somebody you know about it. We would appreciate the support. You guys have been fantastic. And you all know what we say at the end of the show. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We will see you again tomorrow morning. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.